Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. William Hansen. Jordan North. As I said to you in Monaco all those years ago, do you think you have one more time left in you? I do. I love that William messaged the WhatsApp group this afternoon and said at Jordan as we're doing an evening record and it's the last one of the series shall we get shit faced hello and welcome to help I sexed my boss the podcast where we have tried to help you navigate the challenges of modern day lockdown life aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas and recording in our kitchen like, how do you cope when there's no new Sexted My Boss episodes coming out? And when is the right time to crack out your big coat? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we are not your usual agony aunt. Am I recording? Yeah, I am. But we're not your usual agony aunt. So are we, William Hansen. UK's... Do we even have etiquette experts these days? <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back. No, I'm not Jordan North. I listen to Spotify anyway. I don't bother with the radio. I'm more royalty. You're just builder's tea. Ah, very good. Thank you to Kieran for sending that uh, to us on Instagram. Very good. Yeah, I actually quite like a milky tea, not a builder's tea. But anyway. Do you? What? And what is your favourite tea? Uh, Yorkshire. Oh. Yorkshire, not Lancashire? No. Do they not do Lancashire they tea? They do, but it's not as good Lancashire. Uh, Yorkshire's... For tea, Yorkshire's better. Oh, I quite like Twinings as well. Gosh, get you, you have changed. I have, Anna. Um, so you with your Avo on toast and your Twinings tea. <laughs> your Lapsang Souchong. Who? Lapsang Souchong. Oh, God, I, can't, I did have a drink before I started this, I'll be honest. And I can't say Lapsang Souchong. Who now. the friggin' hell is Lapsang Souchong? <laughs> okay, you can't say it either, it's fine. What is it? It's a type of tea. It's, it's a Chinese tea. Lapsang Souchong is in China. You can actually visit Lapsang Souchong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not at the moment, but you can. You can. 
You can usually. Um, we are both still recording at home, and it's for the last time in Series 5, mm. because if you haven't heard our bonus episode last week, this is the end of Series 5. And what a series it's been, it says here. Uh, well, we thought we'd end on a nice round number of episode 23 and bonus episode 11, which is doing a lot for both our producers' pernicketiness. And uh, and they like nice round numbers and, you know, 23 and 11. What's wrong with those numbers? Yeah. They're numbers as well. They count. Just to pick up from William there, it's been such an enjoyable series. So thank you for listening um like we said during lockdown this was a a saving grace for us it kept us busy we loved doing it we loved all your comments your feedback so yeah we've really enjoyed it and uh thank you it was something to look forward to in the week for us and now we're just now we're gonna have months of of nothingness we won't be away for too long put it that way no we're gonna keep it at quite short a break let's put it that way g and divas yeah because you know we we have a national service to perform so i think let's raise our glasses for the last time to series five to series five christ what a shit do you remember when we used to toast to like the nhs and stuff and the clapping that seems like ages ago oh, now wow yeah it does doesn't it ah, that's nice that's nice how many of you had so I had a single measure. So I mm-hmm. had just uh, I had single measures, and now I'm on uh, double measures. Oh, Mike has just come home. He's just waving to me through the window. That's mm-hmm. nice. Hey up! Oh, you're recording. Oh, cheers for me butties today and my butty box. It were right good in this weather. Warm cockles up. I'll take my boots off. Don't worry, darling. I'll take my boots off. I'm gonna go and make a brew, and I'll uh, I'll go and watch <laughs> the chase. And then we'll have our tea. Bloody grafting today on that site. Nearly got watered off. Gene Divas, if you want our help with something in Series 6, then you can tweet us. We're at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. Anything you do send through, producer Ben will keep hold of until we return for Series 6. Whilst we're gone, we would love it if you could leave us a little review. Let us know how you found this series, uh, that'd be nice. Leave us a little review on iTunes. Give us a reason to come back for. Yes. Um, And, of course, one of the reasons, you know, other than the fact that we have done 96... 91? Oh, it's on the mind. Now he's on. Now he's on. (laughs) Sex is on the mind. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, William, come on, we've not even started and you're already (laughs) shit-faced. Do you know, I was um, at my friend Ella's house a few weeks ago and we went and uh, she's got a gorgeous roof terrace. She lives in central, central London. You can only aspire to live where she lives, Jordan. And um, we went and watched Mary Poppins on the roof terrace and I have never been more drunk than that evening. Oh, really? Genuinely, apparently her husband said to her afterwards, when William stood up to leave, I thought he was going to fall down the stairs. <laughs> Because he is a fantastic mixologist, and we were watching this film, obviously Mary Poppins, little-known film. Not only had I had quite a few glasses of champagne and red wine over dinner, then when we moved upstairs to watch the film, he then did Mary Poppins-themed cocktails like um, strawberry ice, which Mary Poppins fans will know what I mean, lime cordial and a rum punch, my favourite. And yeah, I was absolutely smashed to the point where I have never actually got into bed. Mikey had to get a bucket okay, and put it next to me. Oh, and God. I have never got to the point in my life, and I am disgusted it took me... I've even done this. 
but the the room span when I put my head on the pillow. Oh, I've God. never had that before in my life. That's every weekend for me. When I first met William Hansen, he never drunk. He was totally teetotal. He, he wouldn't even have a glass of wine, would you, with a meal? Do you think there's a correlation? <laughs> yeah. I drive people to drink. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, yes, I, I, hopefully I won't get as um, as tipsy as I did there at Ella's. Um, but look, one of the reasons why Series 5 is coming to an end, other than we've done 96 episodes, and, you know, that's quite enough uh, for you, is, Jordan, you're going to start to become frightfully busy. Uh, what do you mean? You are, you are going to be like most 16-year-olds are, and you will be working three days a week. <laughs> No, I need to. I'm just finally. I'm, you've come of age. No, I'm starting my new weekend shows, and I just I want to go into them refreshed and ready to go. And I've been. Working. And you're starting this week, aren't you? So this is this is if you're listening yeah. to this on release day, this is Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Jordan North. Yeah. So give me your timings again. Two till what? No, ten thirty till one. Ten thirty till one. Well, I will be making sure. I tune in. As soon as Ken Bruce is finished, I'll be listening to you on a Friday. Okay, thank you. Um, anyway, let's not get into it. Speaking of radio, you've made an appearance on... How dare you, you two-time in little floozy? How dare you made oh, a, an appearance on another... Uh, actually, right, I feel a bit used. So I met an old friend, Callum, that I've not seen for a while. He went to uni with him. And went for a few beers. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to uni with him. We was on the oh, okay. we was on Spark FM together. Um, he texted me one day saying, "Do you want to go for a beer?" And he's he likes his Guinness as well. Just well, he texted you one day in April, and you finally got back to him. Yeah, shut up. And he and he's like, "Why don't we go for a beer, mate?" Because he's a bit Australian. So we're on the Guinness. Is he? No, he's is he Australian. No, he's oh. Cockney for Christ's sake. Anyway, he, he, we went for a beer, and then he slipped in that he wants to try and get you on the show. So I give him your number. That's so, probably the only reason he actually wanted to take you out for a beer, is just to get my number. Probably, yeah, to be fair. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I did Capital Breakfast. It was so nice to be on a on a popular, populist music station that will, actually, that will actually talk about me. So that's great. Shut up. We're still the biggest... Uh, I'm not even... Do you know what? I'm not rising to it. I'm not rising to it. Um, so we're talking all about, you know, tips for eating out to help out, which obviously has now come to the end. Uh, now it's sort of in September. But uh, yes, I gave the presenters some tips, and uh, and it was great, and it was I was very thankful for the work. And but it goes to show that we have come full circle in this because when we started this entire podcast, however many years ago, this was really as a vehicle to help you, Jordan. Whereas now you are pitching me to people for me to get work. Well, I know you're struggling at the moment, so I've got friends in high places. So I said, oh, I know someone that's cheap. And desperate for work, so yeah, here's his number. Just give him a ring. He don't even have a. If he says it's a, his PA, it's not. It's his boyfriend, Mikey. <laughs> you got a thick Yorkshire accent down the phone. <laughs> yeah, William I'll, Hanson, Omnimedia. How I'll, are you? I'll pencil you in, Paul. Yep. Uh, any day. Uh, no, he's 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 got a podcast recording in week, and that's about it. So we can pencil you in. Yeah, no worries. Right. There you go. Um, well, th- anyway, thanks, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, anytime, anytime. Um, now, I mean, now I've done that sort of radio show, and anything else I get booked for is sort of you know downhill really from here. Before we go any further, now I'm only seeing you on on this uh, online 
um, meeting. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in the flesh since a couple of weeks ago. But I do actually think your skin is looking a little bit nicer. Do you actually? Yes, in particular under your eyes. How is your skincare routine going? It's going well, considering the fact that I'm knackered um, and I've been doing it every morning and every evening. Yeah, I think I'm really into it now. I, I, I think the bags have gone. Do you think my skin does look mm. better? Yes, I do actually think the bags under your eyes have gone. Yeah. And um, they weren't so much bags under your eyes, they were more like suitcases. Yes, they were. They were bloody... This is... Yeah. So, no, I, I, I'm well into my skincare routine. Have you adjusted how you're applying your eye cream? Yeah, just put a little drop on my index finger and then rub it on my bone. You're not going too close into your eyes. No, don't rub it into your... <laughs> don't. Shut up. Don't even go there. Don't. I mean, it is caffeine lotion. I mean, it does give things a lift. I'm well. rubbing it on my... You told me to rub it on my eye bone. Yes, your eye bone. Yes. Bones, actually, because you've got one on each side. Oh, bones. There you go. Nice. Yeah, so, no, I do, I appreciate you. And William actually bought me that, which was very kind of him. Yes, I did, actually. You bought, I told you, well, I did tell you to get it, and Mm. then you didn't. You got everything else, so I felt... He's he's so skint at the moment, he sent me an invoice for it, so... (laughs) With interest. <laughs> um, uh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> yeah. What else are we doing? <laughs> um, oh, it's your birthday as well? Yes, G and Divas. All I would say is, tomorrow is my birthday. The address mm-hmm. is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. Should you wish to send any cards, any presents, uh, any... Wadges of cash. I mean, I don't normally accept cash for birthdays. I think it's a bit meaningless. But actually, this year, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I've changed that policy. Gift cards, John Lewis, Fortnum's, Harrods, fine. Primark. I'll accept it. No. Just as long as it's not tenor men and a Frey Bentos pie, uh, then I'll accept anything. I've not got you anything yet. What are you doing for your actual birthday? Um... What am I doing? Oh, I'm going out for uh, a nice dinner in town with my parents and Mikey. Oh, I feel like I should do something because you did something for me for my birthday. Bear in mind, I think I'm back home next week, so. Right. Happy birthday, anyway. I'll be there in spirit. Well, thank you. You know, I'm, I'm very excited to turn the seminal age of 31. Lots of people have been, t- all my friends have been going, you're doing anything like you did last year? Well, no, because several reasons. One... I'm 31, not 30. It's not an age to get excited about. Secondly, pandemic. You know, don't really want to get a group of people under one roof, indoors. And also, cost. Thirdly, yes, it cost a... I still can't get over that. I ordered four... Was it vodka tonics I got or gin and tonics? I can't remember. Jordan, I've said this to you before. It was gin and tonics. Ben, you'll know, because I got you one. 40-odd pound. Nearly 50 quid for four gin and tonics. Right, tar- Charge me table service. Jordan, you bought four drinks. Mm-hmm. I had about 35 people there for four hours. OK, I don't want to be rude. In hindsight, had I known there was a pandemic the next year, I probably wouldn't have been so generous. OK. Um, and big, big news. Probably the biggest news that we've got a very exciting thing that will have happened 
hasn't happened yet, but will have happened by the time we get to series six. Producer Ben is moving to London. Now, this is going to go two ways. Producer Ben's going to be TalkSport producer Ben, or he's going to be so hipster, it hurts. Hi, guys. Like, I'm a bit worried about him. Or he's going to start doing little heel kicks every time he leaves a pub. <laughs> oh, what, mate? I see you in the boozer. A day in the boozer the other day, I said to the old girl, I said, sort yourself out. I'm going to the boozer. You sort my tea out. And when I get home, I'll sort you out. And he is moving to an area of London that is... I mean, it's, I looked it on a map. It, you can't get more producer Ben. It's going to go one or two ways. He's going to end up in the pub or the boozer all the time, or he's going to be in his allotment. <laughs> yeah. Or all both. Right. It's going to, like I said, we're going to we're going to see a new producer Ben in Series Six because London changes everyone, even down to earth working class Northerners go to London, and they come back with a whole face routine. And avocado for breakfast. Well, June Divas, stay tuned to Series 6 to see what happens to producer Ben. It's not not long until he moves, and indeed not long until you and I go back to Manchester. No, let me go for a wee. Hang on. Can we not wait until the break? Lordy. Are we ready for William's wacky word of the week? Williams wacky word of the week do it one more thanks people were kicking off last week so you didn't do it Williams wacky word of the week cue the jingle come on G and Divas it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan it's Williams wacky word of the week come on G and Divas it's time to lose I know I'm fine it sounded like you were having a heart attack no I'm not having a heart attack I was just saying <laughs> wacky Oh, I just, I thought you were, like, clutching your chest and, like, screaming. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Bye, then. Thank you. My, okay, that was, uh... That was Mikey checking up on me. Mikey just thought that William had had a heart attack. Please keep that in. Please. Okay. Right. I love how we come, I love how we come rushing in. He didn't. He just went, have you had a heart attack? <laughs> where's that Will? Where's that, where's that bloody Will? Where, I know it was here somewhere. <laughs> Bloody hell, where is it? Right. on his feet here, I'll never have to work on a building site again. My uh, final word of the week for this series is pulchritudinous. Pulchritudinous. And I'll tell you the definition if I'm sober enough after the break. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast. Uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realize the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. William Hansen, please tell us what Polkulchuk... Don't you say it, you'll, you'll have a stroke. Polkulchuk, what is it? Polkratudinous. Polkratudinous is William's wacky word of the week. It's an adjective, and it means physically beautiful, comely. Like handsome. Yes, so Ben thinks he is polkratudinous. Polkratudinous, physically beautiful, like as in the body or the face. Yeah, you could say... Sean Mendes, Calvin Klein's adverts are polkratudinous. Polkratudinous. Yeah, it's a nice word. And look, Gene Devers, I am aware, as much as, you know, the educated amongst our listeners have really enjoyed Williams, wacky, saying it quietly now, (laughs) word of the week. (laughs) Um, We will very shortly have a Jordan's Jolly joke of the week for you, as it's our end of series spesh. Oh, am I doing a Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Did flag this in the meeting. Oh, shite. Uh, Uncle Brian. Let's see what he sent me. I love the fact Mikey thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) I can't find it. You've had literally five weeks off. Has nobody sent you a joke? Right. Ready for one final Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Oh, I've never been readier. Did you hear about the zombie that was dyslexic, just like me? No. He only eats Brian's. <laughs> oh, you might like this one, actually. Oh, one more, oh. one more. I broke up with my partner for five years because I found out she was a communist. I should have known. There were red flags everywhere. <laughs> That's quite clever. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that was, you've redeemed it. Well done. Okay. Gene Devers, I, I, I'm sure... Jordan, you uh, you agree with this, and Ben as well. But thank you for all of the kind messages, questions, problems, dilemmas that you've sent in to us this series. Mm-hmm. We've been through a lot. We've all, everyone's been through a lot since this uh, series started. But it has been so much better to know that you are there, you are listening, and you are sending us your dilemmas, and you are kind enough to share them with us. So thank you very much for that. We can't wait to see you all on tour next year. Yep. There is, of course, another series before then, so don't panic. Um, shall we go for the final time for a few weeks? Shall we go to the listeners' questions? Let's go to the listeners' questions. Right, this one is from Steve. Hello, Jordan, William and Ben. I've moved into my new home about 12 months ago and have been busy decorating and getting new carpets, etc. I have noticed that my windows are pretty grubby and would like them cleaned. So here's the problem. My neighbour, who has an adjoining wall with my house, is a window cleaner. Perfect, right? wrong. This man is best described as a dickhead stuck in the Neanderthal era. Everything about him makes my skin crawl from his constant swearing, drinking a crate of lager a day and his world views, which he airs at the top of his voice and are at best Trump-esque. 
Having always been fairly diplomatic, I have never gone beyond the polite, hey, how are you? But in recent months, I have taken to ignoring him due to his worldviews being so far away from mine. But now I need some clean windows, so do I begrudgingly ask him to do it, or get someone else in and drive a permanent wedge between the households? Keep up the good work, and look forward to your response, Steve. Well, Steve, um... Do you have a window? What floor do you live on? I've never, I have not been round your house yet, so what floor are you on now? Uh, the third floor. The third floor. So presumably you have a window cleaner, or there's a window cleaning service? Yeah, there's a window cleaning service, but I think it's just part... We don't pay them, I think it's just part... comes from your rent or something. Right. Yeah. Did I ever who, tell you... Who I'm... cleans that skylight? You tell me. It's always oh. open, so I presume it just cleans itself. The rain. Did I ever tell you my friend got caught wanking by the window cleaner? No. Did I not tell you that? Well, if I've forgotten it, if you have. I'm sure I did. He was, um, he got home, I think we were at college then. When you say friend. No, it was, because I'll tell you this, right? So, he got home from college, no one was in. So, went up to his room, started bashing one out. And then he looked to his left and window cleaner were there just wiping his windows. <laughs> wiping his uh, windows. So, he told me, and naturally as his best mate at 16, <laughs> shut up, 17, I, uh I told everyone, even so much so, when I was best man at his wedding, I said during the speech, oh, no. me and said friend have told each other our deepest, darkest secrets. And this was the line I said, but what happened that day is between me, my friend and the window cleaner. He got a very good laugh at the wedding. Did it? Yeah, well, they were probably pissed. Yeah. I had this issue slightly, I mean, not 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 quite like your friend, friend, um, but... When I was in Manchester, I lived on the 17th floor mm. of a property. And so when you're that high up, you need to have an abseiling window cleaner. And I would often open my curtains of a morning and find dangling there in front of me Peekaboo Pete with his dirty chamois, the abseiling window cleaner. And he would just sort of be there, you know, going at it at the window, uh, which was a bit of a surprise the first t- couple of times it happened, because you just sort of open it. And he was quite early. He was very punctual. Um, but, you know, window cleaners are worth their weight in gold. But I would say, Steve, if you don't like this guy, I mean, why do you care about driving a wedge yeah. in between you? If he's such a twit, which he sounds like it, don't wouldn't worry. Hire someone else, Steve. There's plenty of window cleaners out there. Or, yeah. and actually, if he does come to you and say, oh, why, why do you not hire me? You say, oh, I don't see our relationship as professional. I wanted to keep it purely social. So at least you've got a bit of an out there. Great point. And top tip, if you're ever cleaning your own windows from the inside or your mirrors, use newspaper. It doesn't leave marks. There you go. Next question, please, William Hansen. Uh, next one is an email to help at sexatmyboss.com, and it is from Katie. Hello, William and Jordan. I'm writing Hello. this... I'm writing this newly out of lockdown in Aberdeen with the dulcet tones of Jordan on the radio in the background. I require your help with dining out etiquette. My lovely boyfriend of six years and I were enjoying a dinner at an Indian restaurant while on a trip up the Cairngorms. Unfortunately, his table manners were lacking. After a long lockdown of meals at home, he managed to get his food all over the pristine white tablecloth and napkin. We tried to cover the bright yellow turmeric marks with our napkins, but the damage was done. We paid the bill and hastily escaped, but it brought up the question... What do you do when you have covered the tablecloth in turmeric? 
I would also like to say thanks to you two or three for keeping my spirits up over lockdown. My boyfriend and I were unable to see each other due to living in different parts of the country. Your Aww. podcast kept me company throughout lockdown, and we are very much looking forward to seeing you handsome lot in Leeds with a G and D in hand. Kindest Aww. regards. Katie and Ben is waving to you, Katie. Katie, that's a lovely message. Um, I hate white cloths at restaurants because I slop everywhere, and I know it's not a great trait to have. Of course, yeah. So I can do you a good rate, William? This is definitely your area of expertise. What, what's your advice? I mean, look. Obviously, if, if if you are constantly spilling, that probably means that your your general table manners are in need of, of revision. The odd spill is inevitable, especially when it's sort of slightly slightly messier dining, like Indian style dining, or um, where you are eating with your hands. Perhaps if you are using the naan bread to scoop it up, as they would do in India. If, however, you are um, if you you spill something accidentally, let's say you spill red wine at somebody's house or in a restaurant. Uh, obviously, you can use your napkin or something to try and mop it up there and then. And if it's in someone's house, let's say I came, came around to Jordan's house, let's just imagine he'd put a tablecloth on the table. Just imagine that. And I spilt something. I, as a guest, would obviously turn to Jordan and say, oh, Jordan, I'm really, really sorry about spilling the red wine. Please let me pay to um, launder the tablecloth, dry clean the tablecloth. But it would be then better etiquette for Jordan to turn around and say, no, William, don't worry, not not a problem at all. This tablecloth had loads of stuff on it. I know how to get it out. Even if that's a complete lie and Jordan in his head is plotting my eventual death, it is actually much nicer just to sort of... you, You offer to pay for it but actually, as a host, you wouldn't accept that. Real talk. Yeah, just give us 20 quid and call it right. No, that's not correct. <laughs> that's where we're different. Uh, but in a restaurant... I w- oh, come on, you know, I wouldn't charge you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right. I just came to think of it, actually. I remember when we had that um, curry at your mum's house that she made, and I slopped it everywhere. My mother didn't make a curry. She did. She made Thai green curry. Oh, Thai green curry. Okay, yes, yeah. she did do Thai green curry. Oh, and the apple rhubarb crumble. I can't really remember. That wine was so nice. I asked them, by the way. I, I saw them the other day and I said, what wine was it? They couldn't remember. Oh, it was so nice. They got it back off holiday. So yeah. That goes for nice. so much of it. That was just after producer Ben offended William's dad. <laughs> Have we ever talked about that? I think we may have mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Producer Ben slagging off people who are estate agents. And although basically. my father has not been an estate agent for most of my life. Hang on. I was there. It was well awkward. We were we were making small talk. And producer Ben was like, oh, estate agents. I, they do me head in. I ate them. And he went, ah, hang on there, young man. I was an estate agent. And I was like, Ben, give me the shovel. Meanwhile, the idiot from Burnley here was charming him and had him in the palm of his hand. Ben was their favourite, though. Was he actually? <laughs> was he? My mother, when I saw her, when I said, oh, you know, we're coming to Bristol again on our tour in 2021, I said, would you mind if uh, Jordan, Ben and I came to stay again? And she said, no, not at all. It would be really interesting to see if, if you and Jordan are any nicer to producer Ben. Of course, darling. Of course they can come and stay with me again. We will drink, we will drink, and we will have a great time, darlings. I want them to come. I want Ben to come. I want Jordan to come. I want them all to come, and we will drink, drink, drink. Bristol isn't going to know what hit them, darlings. What hit them? 
Brian, open some more wine, darlings. Open some more wine. Our next letter is from Georgia. <laughs> Dear William and Jordan, my fiancé and I were supposed to be getting married at the end of July 2020. Due to the current pandemic, we had to postpone the wedding until July 2021. Mm-hmm. We both play a lot of sport and have been together for 12 years. Therefore, our guest list was fairly large. The reason I mention sport is that we quite often have friends who become quite close quite quickly, but we only know for a season before they move on to other clubs. As the new date for the wedding is 12 months away, I know there will be guests now that we will not have seen for some time by next summer. My question to you is this. Do we uninvite these guests? And if we do, what is the best way to go about this? We will be sending out new invitations soon. Do we just not send them a new one? Or do we need to speak to them? Kind regards, Georgia. The thing is, Georgia, real talk, you could use what's happened as a bit of an excuse and be like, we've had to cut back. You can come to it now, do. And people won't mind because... I was whinging that I had so many weddings this year, I had five. Next year, I've got all of the backlog and the new weddings. So people probably won't mind because there's loads of weddings going on next year anyway. So just say, due to the old COVID, we've had to cut back on costs. Bosh. We'll see you at the night, do. We're serving fish fingers and chips. We're all going to get pissed and we'll have a great time. I have a policy. You either invite someone to the entire wedding... Or not at all. Not this no. halfway house. You'd go to night do. Like I don't invite, want to go to a night you do. You invite colleagues to the night do, unless you're really close. You invite no. colleagues to the night do. You do. Not everyone can. We we could argue. I'm not to the having cows a night on. do. My whole wedding is finished by five. Who doesn't have a night do when you're all pissed up with your ties undone, going sweet Caroline? Da, da, da. Who's fighting? Oh, oh no, best man scrapping. I told you before, my wedding is 11am, 5pm, finished, everyone's back in their own beds. None of, the, none of this protracted thing. It, it's just a wedding. That's the it's shittest wedding, wedding It's your special ever. day, not your special the, week. No, because you want to... The night, no, the, the disco, the disco, the DJ, I DJ that makes weddings. I'm not having a DJ. The concept of having a reception only or an evening do invitation only. I am desperate for people to introduce ceremony only invitations where you can do the ceremony you sit there on a pew and then after that you're not bothered you don't need to do the reception because i mean depends on the quality it depends on the the quality of the people getting married of course but for certain people ceremony only invitations absolutely fine i disagree but um if you need to invite people it's going to happen just just rip the plaster off that's what i'm saying Mm. are we done no we've got one more oh for god's sake i want to make me stir fry We've got our final letter and it starts to Darling William, Sweet Jordan and Producer Ben. (laughs) I I have listened to all of your episodes and wondered if I would ever have cause to write to you, as I love to hear your often polarised perspectives. Well, the day has arrived where I found myself in a dilemma and I need your help. My landlord has been kindly renovating my Victorian terrace for me, along with her husband, and the plan was to do all of the upstairs except my bedroom. Today, she has decided to repaint one of my bedroom walls and shouted down to me that she would start to move the items from alongside that wall. I rushed upstairs, shouting at her to let me do it instead, but by the time I reached my bedroom, it was too late. Oh no, what she found... 
It's a dildo. It's a dildo. She moved a number of items onto my bed, including a sodden towel containing my recently used and unclean vibrator and butt plug. Uh, <laughs> who is... I'm so glad we get a quality type of listener. Who is, is this a girl or a boy? This? It's a girl. We exchanged a look of both terror and embarrassment, and she let me know she would leave me to the rest of the items. She will be at the house renovating most weekends until at least October, and due to the ongoing lockdown rules, I will mostly, most likely be here all of the time she is. Do I address the subject with her or pretend it has never happened? And how do I live with this embarrassment for the rest of my life? Kind regards, Sarah. Sarah, it never happened. Trust me, it never. If you, it never happened. It's just one of those things that you 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 brush over. It never happened. But put your butt plug away, man. Come on. What's your advice here, William? Where do you keep yours? Well, there's one place you could keep it that would be quite safe. <laughs> oh God! Wow. I mean, I'm not sure really what to say. Um, but you know, I'd say just it never happened, and find a better hiding place for it. Yes, or get rid of them oh. safely. Well, for the, for the time being, whilst there's decoration going on, especially if she's going to do other rooms, it may be safe to maybe move them to somewhere else. As if it's not been people shagging melons this series, it's been bloody butt plugs. Lockdown and has a lot to answer for. What was that other one that we had about fisting? Oh yeah, numbing lube. Numbing lube. <laughs> Christ, it's been some series, hasn't it? It's uh, it's been an interesting series, yes. It has numbing lube. God. Um. Wow. Okay. Well. Um. On that note. On that note, we can't really beat that. Um. So for one final time in series five, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us. We're at Sexted My Boss. You can send your tales of. Oh, I feel a bit sad now. Oh well. Oh. I'll get over it. Oh no, I do. I feel really sad. We've done. Like, we started this. Hold it back. Don't cry. A week before it all happened. and uh, You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply. I'm getting really emotional. Oh. On his own letterhead of paper, the address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. Uh, you might just have to wait a while until we get back to you. Um, I said it at the start, but Jean Divas and, and William and Ben and Stuart that works on the podcast, thank you. Uh, I've really enjoyed this series. It's been probably probably been the best for me so thank you oh that's very kind of you um we're going on tour remember so tour. uh tour tour T- tour 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 whatever do you know what uh, you know since we did our elocution with you i keep you know the word d-o-o-r door yeah i keep wanting to say doer even it's in normal door. speech i say, I'll say door. doer i say door it's my mum and dad that say doer no i know anyway it's such a, such an odd you're sound. ruining a perfectly good ending that was good 
Hello G&D we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.